Hey, welcome to the Art of Successful Living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, make better choices, and cultivate a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining in today as we continue once again with the fatherhood of God. Today is part eight. If you missed the other seven episodes, I strongly encourage you to go back, check it out so that you can have the proper foundation. It will help you to understand the truths from the Bible concerning God as our father. Today's title is the presence of his power. The presence of his power. Today's scripture, in him we live and move and have our being. Acts chapter 17, verse 28, coming from the New King James Version. But I want to read the Passion Translation. And it reads this way. It is through him that we live and function and have our identity. Just as your own poets have said, our lineage comes from him. Now that's how the scripture reads. Basically, what it's saying is, is that our nature comes from him. That's the meaning that we get in the Aramaic. The Greek when we look at the the original language from the Greek, it says we are his offspring. Because you have that Greek word there, genos, G-E-N-O-S, which means kindred. Or what I really like, what I, I just I just love this is you see it can also mean family taken from his genes family taken from his genes. Anyway, after we come to understand that God is our father, we must also recognize that we have joy and strength and freedom when we maintain a personal relationship with him. We can continually draw on his loving and powerful presence to meet all our needs, even as we look to him for healing and deliverance. His presence will also keep us connected to his grace as we face future challenges so that we can go through them without becoming scarred and scared. (laughs) So I want to take a look at Jacob, the son of Isaac and brother of Esau in Genesis chapter 25, because he had to learn this truth the hard way. He had to learn about maintaining or having this personal relationship with God the Father. Jacob, um, he never seemed to be able to please his father, Isaac. The friendship that should have been or should have existed between the two of them was always somehow out of reach. The things that he's good at don't interest his father, Isaac. Jacob always feels like you know, he never quite measures up. But his older brother Esau, however, appears to do no wrong in his father's eyes. Envious of the close relationship between his father and brother, Jacob gravitates to his mother, 
whose name is Rebecca. And Rebecca always favored her younger son. Though Jacob has found a friend in his mother, their relationship has cultivated his, his natural tendency towards manipulation. Instead of correcting him in his behavior, his mother excused it. In fact, she probably even encouraged it. In this household, uh, a sense of impending family breakdown is always in the air. Sooner or later, the whole situation is bound to erupt, and it does the day that Jacob maneuvers to obtain Esau's blessing. The blessing technically belonged to Esau because he was the firstborn, although the Lord had previously told Rebekah the elder shall serve the younger. And we're talking about Genesis chapter 25 around verse 23. The desire for wealth and power can bring out the worst in people. And so it does in Jacob. His father has enough riches to provide wealth for both sons, but the exclusive honor is supposed to be given to the oldest. Jacob had already bargained with Esau and obtained his birthright. Now he also seeks the blessing, the blessings of those who are Abraham's descendants. Rebekah convinces Jacob that this honor should be his and they deceive Isaac so that he gives Esau's blessing to Jacob. Although the Lord intended Jacob to have this blessing anyway, Jacob and his mother, Rebekah, are trying to fulfill the promise in their own strength instead of trusting God to work things out in his own time. So when Esau finds out, man, he vows to kill his brother. Talking about family drama. Woo! Anyway, following Rebe Rebekah's advice, Jacob leaves his family behind and flees to his uncle Laban's house in another land. And so Jacob, uh, his fundamental problem is not his manipulation, but his wounds and scars come from uh, not having a true relationship with the Lord. He could have trusted God to fulfill his purpose in life instead of resorting to deception and fraud. Even though the household that Jacob grew up in was dysfunctional, it was also God-centered. Jacob had heard his father's stories of about, you know, his, his father's stories about how the Lord had helped the family in the past. His grandfather Abraham trusted God and was preserved through many trials and tests. Jacob heard stories of how God had miraculously provided for the family during times of famine and in the face of their enemies. His own father's birth was miraculous. But these things reflected his grandfather's and his father's relationship with God, not his. Jacob felt that God was not involved in his own circumstances. Though he'd heard his father talk about God, he never really gained an understanding of him. His mother's desire to overlook his shortcomings instead of correcting them 
that didn't help his spiritual growth. Though he is aware of God, Jacob's perception of Father God is limited by his lack of relationship with him. Jacob doesn't seem to become aware of God's immediate presence in his life until he's on the run. Run into his uncle Laban's house and then he gets tired and he he goes to sleep and he has a dream. So let me let me just um, read the scripture about this dream. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head and he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth and its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Also, your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and the south. And in you and in all your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken. And this is coming from Genesis chapter 28 verses 11 through 15. And I was reading from the New King James Version. When Jacob awakes, he has a sudden awareness of the presence and the power of God. And he says, surely the Lord is in this place and I did not know it. In other words, he recognizes that the great I am is present with him. He calls the place Bethel, which means house of God. Jacob was in the presence of his help. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from with cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. So Jacob recognizes his presence at this point before he didn't realize it. Jacob now realizes no matter where we find ourselves, or how personal our problems are, God is willing and able to help us. Are you aware of that? God is our father. No matter where we find ourselves or how personal or how deep our problems are, God is willing and able to help us. Jacob had the promise of God, but he didn't understand the power of his presence. It was not until he recognized the presence that the promises were made available to him. Likewise, once we understand that God is our heavenly father, it is imperative, it is important for us to truly recognize 
his presence in our lives. When we don't maintain our relationship with him, this keeps us from walking in, receiving, and releasing his promises. If you have enjoyed this lesson and series on the fatherhood of God, give me a thumbs up. Also, click that notification button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. Until next time, be blessed.